Welcome back, everybody. We are in the studio. This is your favorite podcast, Fine and Dandy. I'm Josh. This is Daniel. And we have a beautiful guest, Alfonso, in the building, representing Severe. He's doing his thing. It's been a long time coming, dude. It's been a long time coming. Y'all don't even know. It's, it's we put in the work. It's finally we made it happen, dude. We're glad to have you on, Fonzo. Thank you for showing up, bro. After all the troubles that we had to go through <laughs> to make this happen, but we're fucking here. How you feeling today, man? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Thanks for inviting me out. I'm grateful for the opportunity for sure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. It's beautiful to have you on. It's beautiful to be back in the studio. Haven't had a guest in the studio since we moved here, but we also haven't had a guest on the podcast in a while since yeah. Brian was on, actually. Yeah. So you're the first guest in the apartment, actually. You're sure. the, yeah, you're the first guest we've had on since we've uh, got the new setup and we put everything together. So yeah, I'm glad, definitely glad to have you here. Uh, definitely glad to, to see what uh, everyone thinks of severe and what we got coming uh severe it bro dude thanks severe it dude it's gotta be severe wake up every day and be severe you just gotta instead of choosing violence or choosing love you just gotta choose to be severe bro that's just how it is exactly it's the most important choice of your day you know (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i thought uh, fun fact i thought severe was sever for the longest time that it was or severing shit we like also, severing I, shit I off thought that shit, the, 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 mostly because of like the i think it was one of the designs with like the snake uh the snake design i think where it was like the sever was coming out of his mouth i, I, I forgot was like which, was that last fall or some shit uh yeah no last summer last it had summer, the snake yeah. yeah but uh that shit was fire i thought that was definitely severed but then we talked about it here and then now bro it's severe you gotta secure everything bro. severe it Severe. Yeah, that. Fucking love that, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Turned Thank you. Ran into a bird. Fucking so, beautiful. Have you dropped since last fall? Uh, I dropped beanies in like December. Okay. And then I'm loading up right now for summer. You know, it's always oh, gonna yeah, be a bro. severe summer. Did you uh? Did you sell out the beanies? Oh yeah, I still got some. I actually got some with me too as well. Oh, oh for shit. real? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Holy shit! Wait, do you have some? Oh, man, have say if you had some on you, bro, I would love to see. It. We could have showed it to everybody, but. Uh, what what were the beanies like? Uh, the beanies went great. They went like faster than I expected. I really, I mean, I really don't go in with any expectations. I just make sure my marketing is a one, and I didn't even get any for myself. Like they went like that. I had to get like the last of what I had. That's dope. Yeah, that's what you want, honestly. Facts. (laughs) Is your market mostly here? Uh, my market is it's starting to expand. I have a nice little market coming out in Kansas. I have a small little group of people getting in California, uh, Louisiana, Florida. I had like people checking out my website in England. Uh, so now, what have been your like major like marketing strategies for your brand? Like, do you go on like have it has it been mostly online or like word of mouth or like do you have like connections in certain like spaces or how, how has that gone uh it's been mostly online but i will say like in the in the future like starting now i want it to be more in person i want to actually be getting people out okay. and like talking to them so that way they can see what i'm about see and match the brand with like an identity and not just oh, seeing yeah. it online i want to take it back real quick because I, I feel like we jumped in it pretty fast but if y'all don't know the homie fonzo over here has a uh, clothing brand 
Uh, it's actually more than just a clothing brand. I wanna I wanna say that. I wanna limit it to <laughs> to just being that. But uh, it's called Severe. Which, like I said, I thought it was Sever for like the longest time. Uh, had to actually get corrected. We actually recorded a whole podcast a while back, but uh, technical difficulties, as you know, we should just change our podcast oh, name to that it. shit at this point. But um, we've talked about it. Yeah. No. So our man's been putting in the work. He's been dropping. Uh, not like super frequently, but he definitely focuses on quality. I'd say more than just doing quantity as well. Yeah. Uh, if y'all remember back when we had Ryan on, he's worked with uh, Fonzo too. That they did like that little photo shoot. Uh, that was for one of your releases, right? Yeah, my summer release. It was summer release. Summer twenty one. Twenty one. So that yeah. was last year's release. Summer yeah. release. How how was that though? How'd that go? That was great. Like that was my first time actually like putting together a theme for like a photo shoot. I wanted to have a whole vibe. Uh, I sent everybody like a mood board on Pinterest that I made because I I needed everything to be like part of the theme the vibe. I wanted them to see your vision beforehand type shit yeah and like I'm big on that like that's the reason I take so long to drop is cause I don't just wanna bland give you clothes like of course I have like certain things that are just like everyday wear like but most of the time I wanna give you a theme I wanna give you experience oh yeah what was part of like the, your process for like getting people together for a photo shoot that like like you said that you built a mood board and stuff, but like how did you did it go whenever you were actually on set trying to like get people to kind of build your vision for you type shit? Well, honestly it went like pretty smooth. Everybody was good with getting coached and like like being told what to do this do that. It actually like rained really bad that day before it happened. So Damn. everybody that I have is pretty bought in. I feel like I have a pretty good intuition of people, so like Everybody came through and showed out did their part and like marketed and shouted out the brand while doing it. Everybody looked great. How was it getting people together? Like you already knew all these people prior. Like you already it was like all these people you were already cool with. Uh, or you had to hire some people to get this, all of this done. Uh, it was honestly people I was cool with. I had like two people that I had just met like from working. So I was like, hey, you want to model for me? Like I think you would look good for the brand, and they were down. That's dope. Hell yeah. What what have been some of your like inspirations that got you into the, the space of making clothes? <laughs> uh, uh, for making clothes, I would definitely say like ASAP Rocky, Kanye, Supreme. Definitely like definitely big inspirations on just being a creative and like creating living art. Hell yeah. So what's the uh like bigger picture you're trying to build here because and what i mean by that though is like so i know you said you go into it with like a vision you know what i mean it's not just oh these are clothes you have like a kind of an idea of what you want people to feel right like or what you feel i mean of course people are going to take it however they take it regardless yeah. you can't control that but more so like what is the like theme i guess you're trying to give off you know like the feeling you want to give off whenever you uh, the feeling I want to give off is just honestly being severe. I want you to dress to kill. If something's severe, you're going to the hospital. You know? <laughs> you're, you're calling 911, and that's the feeling I want to give. And I just want to express that in however many ways I can express that. Like right now, it's clothes. Who knows? It could be furniture, shoes, bed. Like, right. you know, I want it to be everything. You see the Batman? Everything. Oh, yes. You saw the Batman? That's the Did you like it? Yes. He likes it. He's like, hell yes. That's the best Batman I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. They, like, the vibe that you were just talking to me gave me, like, definitely the Batman vibes. Like, you're in that bitch. Like, I'm dressing to kill. I mean, he's not dressing to kill, but you know he's dressing to, like. Yeah. He's out there ready to kick some ass. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm here. 
I put this suit on and I'm ready to fucking whatever comes my way. Am I beating the shit out of somebody? <laughs> like spoiler spoilers alert, but you know the opening scene where they're like they're in the not the very opening scene, but it's like the first time you really see Batman. Yeah. Where they're in like the subway mm-hmm. and they're about to beat the shit out of that one dude. Yeah. He's like, Who the fuck are you? I think it's literally just came out in the darkness. Beats the shit out of him. But that's the vibe I love. Like I feel like <laughs> that's one of my um low key like personality traits. I guess that's something I'm expressing through severe. But I kind of like the goth, the little dark theme, like in the cave type shit. Like I'm yeah. in my own little studio sesh type thing. Like yeah, I like that. I, I kind of like that. Like the whole anti feeling. I feel like that's me deep down. So. So I kind of that Batman movie actually inspired me a lot too, just to really get further into like the theme of severe, just the whole feeling, the eeriness of it, just everything was beautiful. Yeah, yeah dude. I, honestly, not not to sidetrack too much, but the fucking the Batman movie, like that dark. I, a lot of people hated on it because it wasn't like when you think of like uh, the Dark Knight, which everyone or the uh, Dark Knight Rides, which is what everyone likes to relate fucking Batman to. That's what it always goes back to. I think like this one, like that dark, eerie feeling. Mm-hmm. I love that shit too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, there's like something about it that is really just like puts you on the edge of your seat. It's like mysterious. Yeah. I feel like we all have a piece of that inside of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's not, it's not gonna be as severe. I'm kidding. It's bad joke. Bad joke. My bad. My bad. Yeah. It's not gonna be as. And, uh, I had I had to pull that one out. But it's not gonna be as severe as a. Uh, Batman per se where both his parents died he's like I'm gonna take it out on the world but mm-hmm. I think we all have like that that piece inside of us where we like like that dark shit yeah we like some shit like it brings us uh, out of us and stuff like that yeah that raw XD life raw XD yeah. holy shit that fucking uh, fuck they call it box lunch now what, what? hot topic yeah, life hot that topic. hot topic life Facts. holy shit bro but yeah I've seen some of the drops what's uh what's the twitter though no, so people can go actually. Uh, the Twitter, my severe Twitter yeah. is uh, at severe merch, S E V R M E R C H. It's all together? Yeah, all together. Yeah, because I know people are probably going to go look at that shit. And that's also that on Instagram. I'm more active on Instagram than Twitter just because how all right, Twitter works. Fucking, what's, the, what's the Instagram? <laughs> what's the Instagram? We're dropping that shit right now, too. Uh, S E V R M E R C H. Okay, severe same merch. thing. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's, gotta keep it consistent. Yeah, that yeah, way yeah. it's not like. How has it been like running different social media accounts for, for the brand type shit? It's honestly difficult. Like it's difficult. You gotta stay like super like on top of your shit. You do on different platforms just to be relevant and shit like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a job for sure. Like first you gotta you gotta post something on your personal, then you have to switch profiles, post it on your business, then you gotta switch apps two different times, do the same thing, switch between personal and business, personal and business. You go through the process of saying like. Should I be posting different stuff on my personal and business? Should I have like a whole different level of content for my personal and my business? Or should I go through just send all the same content to both? Is this content business worthy or just personal? You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like a whole different like level of thinking as far as what you're posting and shit. Yeah, it definitely is. What's like the biggest thing for you when it comes to like posting on socials? Uh, really the timing. I feel like there's so many times where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna post this at six o'clock. I eat, you know, maybe drink something, 
chill. All of a sudden, it's 8 o'clock. I'm like, bro, what happened? Then I got to move it to the next day. Yeah. Then the same thing happens. I'm like, man, I just got to move it back. Honestly, that's that's also like a big delay. Because I'm not really like a social media person, honestly. So like when I do post, I have to make sure like I set an alarm. Like, okay, I'm posting at this time. Right. All right. Something that I think about all the time is what always like, this is what always gets me. Is so like with, with our shit, you know what I mean? Because you, you do have to post on socials. Like you can't say it's not. I don't need to. Like you have to have some kind of social media presence. Like it's yeah. this day and age, you can't not have it, which sucks. But like, do you feel like when you are working through this, like more so your personal relationships have helped you build more, or like the social media presence has helped you build more? Oh, personal relationships for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I feel like I've met strangers that support me more than. You know, like people I've known my whole life, like it's crazy. Just meeting like random people and giving them, when they ask you about your brand, just give them a quick breakdown. You talk to them for a little bit, they like become fully bought in. And I feel like that's like the best feeling ever, too. It's just kind meeting somebody. Someone's mind, so it's just like before they ever know you, they might not give you a chance, but as soon as they do, they might see something they didn't expect. Yeah. I feel that though. It's just like, it's weird because having doing like saying this shit, same thing though. It's like you grow up with these people your whole life and it's mm-hmm. like, I know you. Like, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? But then like you're out there because I feel like these days a lot of people someone's trying to follow some type of dream you know what i mean mm-hmm. start their own business start like whether it's a restaurant or maybe they're trying to be an entrepreneur whether like business businessman like fucking bank or like mm-hmm. starting like like uh trading and shit like that or there's people trying to do clothes podcasts like there's so many people trying to do that shit when you yeah. meet like strangers and shit like you talk to it like fuck yeah dude like you insp- it's almost like you're inspiring each other at that point yeah. you're talking about dreams and goals like what was it? Someone I met, probably known for like maybe a year now, but I met him at uh, a show. Like I was just at a show. I went up to him randomly because he was shuffling. I was like, dude, whatever. Like, how do you do that? We're, we're like friends now. Mm-hmm. That man supports me more than people I've known. Like, like friends I've had since I was you know little. Yeah. Or like people I grew up with, which blows my fucking mind. And it's crazy because it's like they get to know the current version of you. I feel like people that you grew up with, they only know that version of you, and they don't ever see you grow up and when you like grow up they see it as oh he's changing they see it in a bad light whereas strangers they that's how you are that's your current version of yourself i think the kind of the difference is is that like for people that you grew up with like in their head you served a purpose for them as a friend or enemy or whatever whoever you were in their life type shit like you they fit you into a role in their life and as soon as you exit that role for yourself it seems selfish, but it's yeah. just you doing you. I don't have to fit into a role that you thought I was. That's just like kind of the portrayal you had in your mind of who I was, what you wanted me to be. But the, the the minute I decide to do something I want to do, it's outside of like what I should be doing in your mind. That's that's yeah. your own mentality. It's very weird. <laughs> very weird. Yeah, that's how everybody is. Kind of, kind of is now. That's why I just kind of chill, lay Stay back. Yeah, talk to who I've been talking to, yeah, and that's it. Like, it, it's not even just laying low. I think it's just, for me, it's like when you're on social media and you're still kind of like, you have this view of like what you, it's like a, it's like that point between what you used to know and who you are now. Yeah. So it's easy to get caught between two. You're like, this is who I am now, but then you're also like, these people are still paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're still posting stuff, and these are some of the people, like, I don't know if you have Facebook. Facebook's mm-hmm. the perfect example. Like my Facebook is literally like half 
a bunch of people I've met in the past two years, <laughs> and the rest is like family and like people I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So it's like this weird boundary of like people that are like, oh fuck, yeah, fuck that guy, and they're like, <laughs> oh hell yeah, bro, I fucking love you. I met yeah. you like at this one place that one time. You're dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and it's like fuck, you know what I mean? Like, what do I draw the line? That's why I don't get on Facebook because a lot of people just want to like watch you. They don't even like you. They That's just right. like so many people <laughs> on Instagram just follow me. And it's like, I don't really care, me personally, but it's just an observation. Like, people don't even like you for real. They just want to, you know, see what you're up to, right. see what you're doing. They won't support you. They won't say nothing, but, like, it's cool. Like, it, it looks good on the follower count, I guess, you know? <laughs> no, but I think it's also weird because you're right. Like, in a way, though, I think subconsciously it's weird because even though, like, they're not really worried about it, they see you continuously make these posts, right? Yeah. And then one day, let's say you just get like a little pop, right? Mm-hmm. They notice that shit subconsciously. They do. And they yeah. mention it. They comment on They're it. They're like, fuck that guy. Because they yeah. think that you're doing, like I said, like you're doing something selfish just by following your dream. But like at first, they're like, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But like they're noticing, like, oh, he's still doing that. Like, it's like, oh, they're still doing that yeah. shit. Yeah. And then you get a little pop, they're like, Oh, Facts. I fucking and, love you. And Facts. then they start following you just because they're like, oh shit, maybe if I follow them, you know what I mean? Like, I knew you one time, right? Yeah. Facts. Literally just have somebody be like, oh, are you still doing your little shirts? I'm like, shirts, little, I have a clothing brand. Shirts? It's really good. Shirts. Yeah, I got, I got, I got more than shirts. My little shirts. That's uh, people love to do that. Love to like, you know, downplay whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. make you feel small. But that never really works, anyway. So yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show like the insecurity of the person because it's like, bro, just because you're not doing what you want to be doing doesn't mean you got to tear down someone who is. Thanks. I mean, whether you like my podcast or like. The- his brand or whatever like relatively that's one opinion out of seven billion <laughs> like, nice. let's not act like we're impacting each other by you hating on me <laughs> hey just know if y'all are hating bro we're gonna suit up and we're gonna severe your bitch we're ass suited and booted, bro. we're gonna severe your bitch ass we're gonna throw hey. on fucking some severe we're gonna get severed you're gonna get fucking severe, like Batman. Where We're Batman. Severe thunderstorms when we show up, dude. For real, for real. Some severe, <laughs> some severe weather coming in, bitch. It's about to be a tornado. About to sweep your ass real quick. Hey, for real. Nah, but uh, what's probably like one of the, I'd say in the past year. Okay, so yeah, since so the, it's been a, close to a year. Not even a year, I would say, but like oh, um, maybe like half a year since we tried to start recording. Mm-hmm. Since then, what would you say is like a big, like, like something that's had a big impact doing this since that, like uh, last time? Let me see, a big impact. I mean, you just dropped winter, you just had a winter collection drop. So. Yeah. Uh, like a big impact, like a good impact or a bad impact. Hey, let's go both. Why not? Let's. Say, uh, I think the, the question you're trying to ask is like, what's probably like the most challenging thing you overcame, or like, what's the like best thing that has happened to you that had an impact on your life? Yeah, okay. actually, I was saying both. Either one, yeah, yeah either I one's think good. Asking uh, both with, without asking either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, bet. I will say, um. The worst thing, impact-wise, is just, like, keeping the personal balance. Like, yeah, I have a brand, but it's all, I also have, like, a personal life. I have to work. I have to spend time with family. I want to do a social life. 
Bills don't pay themselves. Yeah, facts. And it's just like trying to find a balance. You pay attention to one thing, then the other thing goes down. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to, you know, water all those plants. That's true. And I feel like that's what I've been spending this last year on doing. Now that it's like grown and gotten bigger, it's like, okay, now I actually have to water this a little bit more now. That's true. And so now other things are starting to go down. And it's starting to go up. Things yeah. Facts. And, and then when I try to like maintain it and like, okay, let me work on my personal life a little bit more than my business doesn't get so much water. You know, I don't post for a while. Other than that, but as long as I'm putting in some type of work, that's how I feel good. about it too. Because it's like, I, I say my social interactions are like my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. That's why I thrive, bro. It's like, like talking to people, getting to know people. I'm not a person who's like good at small talk personally. So if I'm talking to somebody, it's gonna be like, we talk about something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like like life or like similar like similarities or like what we uh, like to do. You know what I mean? Like hobbies. I don't like to just be like, hey, what's up? You know, how's the weather going? Yeah, you've been all right. <laughs> you still mm-hmm. stay in the same place? Like bro, like all right, like how's your yeah, yeah, like wait, <laughs> yeah. It's like cool. Yeah, you still but, doing those little shirts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Everything it's like I'm not I'm not big on that. So that's my bread and butter. But it's like then I realized okay. Behind the scenes, I still got to do all this like planning. I gotta like still edit the videos. We gotta record. Mm-hmm. Gotta social do socials, which we slacking a lot. Marketing's a big thing, but then it's like okay. Also, I need to stay home and do more of this. Then I'm like, okay, I'm not interacting as much, which is what I'm good at. And that's what gets my shit. It's like, hard, bro. Fuck. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, dude. I, I think it's just like <coughs> it's a time management thing. And it comes with like growing up, oh, like. Man. Some people are better at it than others, obviously, but like whenever you get that ability to really manage your time perfectly, it's gonna be really, I think it's gonna be really impactful for not just you, as far as like you were saying, like that's been challenging. I'm sure you find, you've found ways to overcome it throughout the last year and stuff like that. But like as we grow, we're gonna continue to find different ways because like there's gonna be times where we're dealing with just these same amount of stresses plus like, having a wife and kids and stuff like that and you know what i mean well i don't know if that's what y'all want but i mean obviously that's what maybe I mean. a wife kids is <laughs> flexible right now i'm flexible I don't no, know. But, but what i'm saying is is like there's gonna be continual responsibilities that continually add to your life so it's always going to be a time management thing of like how do i spread my energy around how do i water all these plants yeah so they all need watering some maybe more than others but i still want them all to be watered Facts. And then another important important part with that is learning how to trim the weeds. Like that's that's very true. The weeds we get in the way of garden. Oh, every time, bro. Those things grow. You trim one though, and then you're like, oh fuck, another one. There's yeah. another one. Now I gotta trim that shit. And, or you don't trim them in time. You're like, I got a bunch of them bitches to trim. <laughs> nah, for real, for real. Like, fuck. Can't ignore it. You gotta trim them as soon as you get them. It's tough though. That's the thing. Exactly. Fucking focusing all this other shit. You're like, oh yeah, I can get, I'll get to it. Exactly. Because when yep. you're trimming your weeds, you're not watering your the rest of your plants. So it's like it's just all a balance. It's that's all it is, and that's what's become is like life has been just about balance. Because you can let the scales tip, but nobody else is gonna tip them hoes back. You gotta do that shit yourself. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> but you know what'll help you find balance? If you throw on some of that severe merch and you get severe, for real, <laughs> oh, I'm, you throw that shit on, you're severe. 
You're murdering people. You're, you're murdering the game. Murdering the game. We're not murdering people, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We, we are dressed in the kill, though. Let's we, you know. We do not condone felony murder of any kind. No manslaughter, guys. Just buy the merch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, so we'll kill like you know somebody's self esteem because you know they. <laughs> oh. you not killing people. We're killing it. it. What was the Karate Kid? Fucking uh, never. No, I forgot what this is. It was like never, never back down. <laughs> That's <laughs> a whole other movie. <laughs> <laughs> never back down. You know all the good. What was it? The Karate Kid. He just said like you know I'm a Karate Kid. Hiya. <laughs> 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 nah, there was like a no. Nah, it was like a saying that the opposite school had or something it was basically like just like never surrender or like never hold back type shit mm-hmm. when they're beating the shit out of people it's just like basically beat them into the ground they were severe bro they were I mean, severe they, yeah, were. They, they owned severe merch but you can't be too severe you know yeah you can't you got there's a boundary a there's a line of the severeness like that you you can't be that too much you just gotta understand that you gotta like walk that line of severity because like on one side, there's drip, and on the other side, there's violence. There's drown. <laughs> there's drip. <laughs> right. On one side, there's drip. On the other side, there's drown. Thanks. You drip or drown. He's gonna say it best. He did, though. <laughs> drip or drown, baby. Now, so I was, something I've been thinking about, too, is like, so I know how you're saying, like, you think those personal relationships work a lot more than just like socials and stuff like that? I mean, because socials, you can reach to a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, you're not going to always reach that bigger audience if you don't already have like some kind of base audience, you know? Yeah. So like, I always think about it as like with how many people I feel like in our area that are like doing stuff, like do you think if we all just like connected more that we'd be able to like build more? Of course, but it's not going to happen. But like, so many, this is like, how people like, don't are. you think that would be like mutually beneficial for everybody though? It would, but yeah, but like nobody's gonna do that. I would say the reason nobody's gonna do that is because you're saying like if all the community came together, then we could all thrive together. But relatively, you could probably offer it name five people that you work with at work that aren't even in your community, but you have to fucking deal with every day that you would not really want to connect with. And everybody has that. Everybody has that one neighbor or that one coworker or that one even family member for some people that they just cannot connect with no matter what. They'll have conversations, but they always go sideways no matter what. And it's just like there are so many, like, boundaries between people that, like, whether it's because of how they were raised or how they see life now, whether it's because they're knowledgeable in a certain aspect and can't connect with other people on that aspect because they see them as beneath them, or whether they're unknowledgeable on things and see people as prissy fucks for being knowledgeable about things. Relatively, you have so many different variables when it comes to people that there are going to be certain boundaries and it almost seems like those boundaries are set like before us as if like we don't really have the control to be able to eliminate them. If that makes sense. No, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> That's true. That's why I kind of gave up on the whole Oh, let me let's get everybody on together. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sticking with who I've been sticking it with, my boy Tyreek. That's a homie too. I, I think yeah. you're, you're right though because it's like Part of building a dynasty is taking care of your garden and making sure that the weeds are trimmed, making sure that things are watered, making sure that you're doing what you're doing correctly so that you don't have to worry about, like, the only thing you have to worry about is the performance of others because you know that you're always going to be locked in. Yeah. 
if you if you're not locked in, it's gonna show towards others, and they're gonna be able to say like, "Fuck, I can, I might not be able to rely on you now." Type exactly. shit, instead of you having to worry about being able to rely on them, it so it flips the coin as soon as you let those plants die. Exactly. It is hard. I I think it is that it is to also yeah, it's difficult when you're working with somebody. It's like okay, we have all these things to do to rely on somebody else to do their part too, and alone. It's like all right, I got all this shit to do. And then you realize someone else isn't doing their part. You're like, oh, fuck. Now I got to pick up extra pieces that I didn't want to pick up originally. And some people are willing to pick up those pieces and some people aren't. And that's just kind of the world we live in. Really, though. <laughs> but I was, was going to say also, though, that like, so like, we all know Tyreek. And like, that's one person I know that like that man. Yeah, he shouts out, man, did the, the drawing of uh, both of us. That's one person I know that's willing to like put in work, you know, that we all know. And like even uh, the homie I told you that I met at that show, Nick. yeah, one of the few people I know that's willing to put in work. Think about this though. That's like three of us right here. Yeah. Plus two. That's five people. I'm not saying that's a lot of people, but it's like, all right, we're doing math here. Yeah. That's two plus three. But that's hour. like we're getting somewhere. The way I see it is I always look like I see people working together like in smaller shit and stuff. Like, but I think we're all pretty friendly people. You know what I mean? I feel like we're all pretty good with people. You know what I mean? Right. But like. You are saying like it's no one wants to work together, but it's like all you need is what maybe like a few people to really put anything together, and then you do one good thing, more people want to join in. Yeah. But then that's when you're able to be more selective, you know. I think right. the I- the idea for me is is like intention. Some people intend on coming together for a greater purpose, and some people just see a greater purpose and intend on following along. It's not it's not the intention of making a change it's not the intention of wanting to do something positive it's the intention of wanting to be a part of something that already exists which don't get me wrong that can still build to a deeper like following and a deeper like impact but relatively it's like if you're not in it for the right reasons it can show at certain points I was gonna ask so like when you were doing that shoot right mm-hmm. like how did like when you were like interacting with all the people and y'all were like doing it because you had a photographer there too right that was when like someone you knew that you had met yeah i think right they did a photo shoot for tyreek and then you met him through that right yeah and then like y'all just got cool after that well really i liked the way he was like he was like bossing tyreek around not like bossing the bad way but he was like no do this do that and i was like okay yeah i need that because like i have a managing the talent yeah because i feel like i have a strong personality so like sometimes people want to be like timid but like he he didn't care he was and i was like yeah that's somebody who i want somebody's gonna be able to say do this do that and not be afraid or timid or shy someone that's decisive and able to like Gain respect of the talent just because he knows what he's doing. Yeah, like he's confident in what yeah. his capabilities and what he's gonna do. So he's like, nah, like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. that's what I really wanted. Like collab visions together because I told him what I wanted, he told me what he wanted, and it worked out perfect. I think it's beautiful how like photographers see time. Like just like the like, come on guys, like we have a shoot, we have a shot to make. Like the sun is dropping. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we only have like a. 30 minute window here to get the perfect shot and shit like that it's so intriguing to me how like photography has deeper like impacts than just what happens on camera no yeah for sure oh if you get a good photographer like not just some like, yeah. everyone tries to be not everyone tries but <laughs> you know there's a ton of people that are trying to be photographers that think it's like oh i can take a picture and edit it yeah. but yeah that i mean that's part of it is of course taking a picture and then 
some people are good at post-op more than anything but yeah. like those people who are like yo this is what we got they have the vision already post-op but then like if i get this perfectly here mm -hmm. i can make it look even better like or like you see certain like photographers put like light bulbs and colored glass and have like a sheet over oh, it dude, just to create certain insane. vibes and shit it's just like how did you think of that like where did that thought come from like what, did you see this cup at the thrift and like I know what to do with that yeah <laughs> no honestly they not to make something out of nothing for real it's live but I mean that's kind of like clothing too if you think about it like mm -hmm. making something out of nothing that's like true. a white tee or like black tee and throwing some shit on there and like oh shit that was a plain ass t-shirt five minutes ago <laughs> but now it's not it's something completely different that's true but like when you were working with everybody like in that moment where you just like like it felt good like you know what i mean like where you just like damn this is some shit i can do yeah i was definitely thinking i was like because like once it was all coming together like really once i got the pictures and saw i'm like okay i'm kind of good at this like i put together a theme uh this and that just had a vision and it came to life like everything how i imagined before i did it legit came to fruition like i was legit looking at my beginning idea because that's how like good it was executed and that's kind of what like made me increase my like okay i need more quality than quantity i'm gonna take my time on this like yeah i may not have something every month but when i drop you're gonna remember it you're gonna take notice you know what i mean what was your yeah. favorite moment during that though? like during like looking when you're looking back at it or even just like during the midst of it all because i know that shit was probably like happening so fast while you were doing it you know mm -hmm. like what was like something that just really stuck out to you during that like interaction with everybody you know working with all these different people including like the photographer yeah i would say my favorite moments is seeing everybody interact together because everybody was like total strangers and it's amazing seeing them grow bond over something that you like put together talking there following each other now they have relationships of their own so that's helping them if they have anything they want to work on so i feel like that was good just looking back like seeing like i know he doesn't know him but now he's putting him on to his business and now they have a connection like i just like watching stuff like that give me so, more shoots coming up like any more shoots you have planned out as of right now just know it's gonna be a severe summer it's uh, gonna be a severe summer. Part two. Part two. Yes, got, a, got severe summer oh, coming up, dude. That's coming up fast too. Like, yeah. What, that's, that's all what's like summer nice. considered? Is that like May or we can like? I mean, not give. I'm not trying to give give too much, but like, when do we start summer? When does summer start? Summer for me, it starts May. Okay. I mean, I'm a Gemini, so you know we about to pop. Oh, out. Gemini, see, I think we're getting some hints here. I think yeah. we're getting a little. Are we gonna pop out? You know what I mean? <laughs> the start of summer, like, actually is May twenty first. I think. Oh, is Gemini season the start of summer? I think that's actually the start of summer. Is that why it's like so? Would you say like demon time yeah, correlates with demon time? <laughs> you could say that. It's demon actually, time. You could say that. So it's Gemini season, demon time. All right. So not even we're not even gonna wait till May twenty first. May first, and we gonna we gonna pop out. <laughs> So like, that's, yeah, start of May. That's fucking demon time. Let's go. For real. Damn, I'm, like, I'm kind of looking forward to that. If you can get some shoots done and shit, bro. Honestly, though, I'm ready for that shit. Because the last pictures, uh, do you have some of those photos up on your socials too? Oh, yeah, I got some. I got those from that pictures. shoot? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I really liked the, the vibe of that too. It was like almost like a punkish vibe, but it wasn't, if that makes sense. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that, like you said, like that dark, just like fucking kick your ass. In, in the alleyway type yeah. shit. Yeah, like catch you in the alleyway, alleyway the I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that's the vibe I was going for. Like meet me in the alley with the troops. You know, we yeah. we back there. 
conscious. We, I, out, we outside. I definitely <laughs> fuck with that vibe though. I don't know why it didn't it didn't give me this, but sometimes I always like when I think of like dark alleyways and like that vibe, I always think of steampunk. For some reason, not quite that vibe, but like it's a little different. Like a goth yeah. steampunk mixture, you know, like the chains and shit. I fuck with that vibe though, like oh, yeah. the like the long chains, like the boots, the fucking, the fucking black pants, the fucking spike necklace. Yeah, like I don't think I would be able to pull it off as much, but I fucks with the vibes. I can make you pull it off. You That's think so? <laughs> I make you submit real quick. Honestly, we might have to do that shit. Honestly, like if when he does his drop. What's up? Like I, I got you. I'll put that shit on. I'm down to get severe, yeah, bro. Get, like the face makeup and then like put your hair in a mohawk. You put like a spike mohawk. I would do it. Down. I would do oh, it. Yeah. I don't know about the mohawk, but like <laughs> like everything else, yeah. I might be a little. The makeup and shit. I could I could rock some shit. If, like we end up doing it, but the mohawk is just like the gel. The amount of gel you have to put in that shit for it to like stick Stay rock hard. And then I gotta wash that shit. Out. I mean. I guess that's getting severe. Yes. Hey, bro, it's all or nothing. That's what life's all about. It's all or nothing, bro. You got one shot, one opportunity. No. No, I was. Eminem. Yeah, he got. He caught me over there. He looked at me. He's like, he's not. Scratch that. Scratch that. I I caught it. He caught it. One opportunity. You gotta lose yourself in the moment. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Let it go. No, it was, it was bad. It was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, it happens sometimes. You, you just gotta let it slip. But I gotta catch my breath hard. Oh my God, breath. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I was about to start laughing, but I had to hold it in. It was a bad joke, but I thought it was funny. So I mean, it was cool. It was. He sees how me. He's cool. like, I, it wasn't. I wasn't great, but nah. I mean, life is all or nothing, though. Like we got, we do have one shot at this shit, and it's like. You could use that shot to be in office all day, mm-hmm. nine to five. Nothing wrong with a nine to five though. Those people keep the world running. Yeah. Shouts out to you. Shouts out to you. Couldn't be me. But but, like, but on that, it's nothing wrong with working a nine to five as long as you're using hours six through whatever time you want to go to sleep at to do something. Like you you got to do a nine to five to be able to get to that. Cause yeah. after that, it's just twenty four hours. Like full on entrepreneurs, there is no nine to five. It's all day. Like that's their life all day. Yeah, it's, it is like true. that though. It's either nine to five or you're not working. You have no money, so I won't knock them completely. You know, you can't. Nah, yeah. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of uh, people that I follow that are like super successful. Start off in like accounting jobs. Yeah. But now they do other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you got to go through that shit. And be like ah, I fucking hate just this. Because you work in a soul killing job doesn't mean you got to let it kill yourself. I feel that but that's like you are working a soul killing job so it's like uh, it's probably like it probably is killing your soul to, to rebuild it back though I mean like it on just that. takes a level of like mental fortitude to not allow anything that happens at work to drive your life that happens outside of work that's true. just the ability to turn it on and turn it off once you walk in whatever's going on outside no longer can impact your work day and whatever goes what on at work can no longer impact your outside of work life. Exactly, I live by that. It's a little bit more sure. difficult to fucking actually do whenever you deal with some bullshit ass people at work. Dude, we're all servers, so that shit but, fucking. <laughs> but it's definitely necessary if you plan on doing anything productive outside of work. I feel that serving so mentally draining because it's like you know, it's like. One of the most interactive like jobs you have to do with people, because you're not only interacting with all the guests, you're interacting with a fuck ton of other coworkers, yeah, and your managers constantly. Like, cause most jobs you have your your whatever your like 
section of that job is like if you work at like Target or grocery stores, you're in like what department, like clothing department or whatever department. So you got like two people to deal with yeah. and your manager maybe. Mm-hmm. Or you're in an office job. You got your little section of the office. You got like three other like cubicle, cubicle people and your, your managers. Yeah. When you're a server, bro, you got like what? How many servers on it? Like at least 10 other people probably a shift, right? Weekends, you got like 18 other motherfuckers, 19 other motherfuckers in that bitch. Yeah. That's not including managers. So you got like 25 people mm-hmm. that you're dealing with, just coworkers, and that's consistently. Like you're running into these people constantly. It's not like yeah, I can stay it. away from that person. You, you can try. Yeah. Hosts, dishwashers, cooks, like buses, like there's different levels to the shit and all people you gotta know on first name basis. <laughs> You're really <laughs> interacting with all them motherfuckers and then you still have the guests to fucking interact with. That shit is draining. That shit is draining. Like people don't talk about that shit enough. Like that's by the end of the day you're like, Damn, that had to be at least how many people I how many people do you think I interacted with at the end of the day? It's like Fuck, hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds people of people by the end of that day. Oh, yeah. You know, had like 30 guests. <laughs> that shit is draining. Yeah. One of those guests is like, can I get more of this? Can I get more of this? This was disgusting, and they think it's your fault. Like, I didn't cook this shit. Mm-hmm, for real. You think I I didn't make the menu? Bro, the other day I told this lady, she said, how is this? I said, honestly, she asked me, how is the ancient grain salad as the side for the salmon? I was like, honestly, I have never eaten it I probably won't eat it that doesn't mean it's bad I just won't I, I don't know if I like it she said okay I'll try it she didn't like it and didn't tip me I'm just like dog I said I didn't know if it's good you ordered it anyways didn't fuck with it and I got home what's going on here yeah <laughs> that's how it be bro it's a tough industry to work in for sure and then yeah by the time you get out of that though then you're like ah oh, fuck Try not taking that home though. That's what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta try not taking. You gotta get in there, deal with all that bullshit, then come home and be like, like you know most jobs. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> like most jobs, you're dealing like with like, I think like when I hear most people with whatever other jobs they talk about, they're dealing with like one shitty manager or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is tough, but you can like tone that out most of the time. Just do your job. If you show up on time, you do your job. You leave. That's it. They're going to bitch at you, but you're like, fucking hate this person, but you can leave. Now try that, management, and then you got guests. You're like, this is fucking dog shit. You got to take that home. And you're like, all right, don't let that bother me. You get home, and you're just like, I'm still kind of thinking about that one table that was a bitch today. Like, yeah. I kind of want to meet them in the parking lot, but I can't. Mm-hmm. It's my job. <laughs> I was just decompressed in the parking lot. I just chilled in my car, you know, listen to some tunes. I'm all good. Hey, I feel that. Yeah, it's it's hard though because I'm like, all right, I still got other shit I gotta focus on when I get home. Now I don't want to think about this shit, but that shit's still kind of flowing into this shit. It's like, but then it's like I can't really fully focus into what I want to do now because now it affects your performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely does. I think that's like a big like, like what you're talking about, like decompressing. Like you have to like really just like hit one of those. It'd be like that sometimes, and you know, just tell yourself therapy's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cheap. Like, <laughs> damn, I should go see a therapist. Google that shit. Like, ah. It'd be like that. Sometimes. It's tough. Right. It's tough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> roll out. A little pat on the back. I'm right. good. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna be all right. No, but all kidding aside, go to therapy if you need it for sure. If you can afford it. That's big. <laughs> 
Nah, but uh, so like talking about the clothes and shit. What uh, what got you into the into like being severe? What was the idea behind it? Being severe, the idea behind being severe. Well, I would say uh. Was it like a moment in time you were like, yeah, that's it was it. honestly just a moment in time. Like I, I don't even know. Like it was said to me, and I just said it out loud. I didn't say it. I just said to me. Like someone said, you got to be severe. No, like I said it out my mouth. But oh. you know, you ever had those experiences like where you just, I know, it's like, honestly like God. Yeah, it's only like God talking to you for real. Like I was like, remember just walking around the mall, and I only shop at like PacSun, Zoomies. Uh, a couple other stores, uh, uh, Urban Outfitters. I've had moments like that where I like I've said something and then I'll think to myself like, "Where the fuck did that come from?" Like I was not ready with that thought, and yeah. that shit just flowed out. And I, but did I? Did somebody just speak through me so somebody like else could could have learned something from this interaction? I was, I was just. I, Nah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, honestly, and that's how it felt. Like it was crazy. Like I remember, I remember the day like it was yesterday. Like I was just walking through the mall. I'm like, bro, there's nothing here, and I was just like fed up. Cause I'm talking about I had went to the mall like two days in a row, like trying to find something to wear for like something I was going to, and I couldn't find anything. I'm like, bro, forget, I'm about to start my own clothing brand. <laughs> and I was with people at that time. They were like, oh, you want to start clothing brand for real? Like, you know, like they weren't like downplaying but they were like hey that would be live i'm like what would you call it i'm like i don't know then i went quiet for a little bit and i was just like severe and they were like what what'd you say because like i i was like not talking for like 10 to 15 minutes they're like what'd you say severe and they were like what you talking about that's the brand that's gonna be my brand damn and it was just like that for real and i was i was like thinking i was even first i was thinking hard about like damn what would i name a brand like i don't even know what i would name it and I was just like real life just thinking and it just came up just like that oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a that's a real out of the box moment you're just like severe everyone's like what mm-hmm. the fuck did you just say not for real not though. severe <laughs> that's what I'm saying like I said it but I swear I didn't say it like it just came out of me they're like are you talking to me it's like yeah <laughs> actually yeah severe <laughs> yeah. that's it that's the name for real it's kind of a wild moment. Nah, but the, really though, the mall really—it's like it's crazy because you go into the mall, and like all these stores have overpriced clothes. You're like, so they're cool, but like half the time you're like, would I really want to wear that? Mm-hmm. Like it's nice, but like I kind of want something like this shit doesn't fit me. I mean, you could rock it. That's not what I'm saying. Not saying, but like you're like, I want something more personalized. You know what I mean? Something yeah. a little more fresh than this. Like this yeah. is like, you see everyone wearing that same shit. Cause they have the same five options that I got exactly. when they're going shopping. So it's like, cause I love graphic t-shirts. So like, but it has to be like a certain vibe to it. But it's like, like you said, everybody has the same graphic shirt. And then like me, I personally like Supreme V loan off light, but I'm not about to pay $300 for a resale shirt oh, when yeah. they got the store in California, New York, and you can just walk in there and get a shirt for like $30, $40. For real? Yeah. That's, that's how much it originally costs, but you know, everybody's Resale. reselling. Trying to make profit off Not of it. Available down here, always you, sold out online. So if you yeah. don't go out there to get it yourself, then you're gonna pay this price. Exactly, and that was yeah. a big. I was honestly like the biggest motivator because like during that summer, I was ordering so much stuff off Supreme, and like I had their notifications on, watching for every drop. And it's like, bro, why why do that when I can just make my own streetwear, right. have my own theme? It's right. like the difference of like free will and 
determinism kind of like because you have like all these options that have been preset for you and you're kind of seeing all that and saying instead of that i'm gonna just create something that i actually like and yeah. actually want to wear type shit yeah and want other people to wear type shit so it's like it's kind of that's dope you kind of just like saw what was before you and decided that nah i'm gonna I'm a do me type shit exactly and that's like my biggest goal is to bring like streetwear to that level down here because mm-hmm. everybody knows California and New Yorker is like known for that Supreme Velo and all that right. stuff. I'm trying to bring that down here because we have, we do have that flavor, that, that significant, culture, yeah. 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 That's the thing about Houston though. I feel like if we, everyone I know says the same shit. It's like, we have the potential here so much every time. It's like, how do we always fall short? Always. Music, clothing, art. We got so much of it here, but it's all just like swept under. It's like always just like, it's put always, to the side because everyone's like it's always seen as second rate to the brands that are coming out of top California or the music that's coming out of California or the business that's coming out of New York but you, the, I mean you see so many artists right. and shit now coming out of Houston right mm-hmm. like Houston based artists that went somewhere else like why the fuck <laughs> because we already different we just it's just hard to shine but here I don't know what, why I think it's the industry here. It's just like the people that kind of like run shit in the area. Like, fuck no, you're not getting any shine. Plus when you're, (laughs) like, uh, for real though. And plus when you're different down here, like people, I mean, there's like a select group. Like, I'm sure y'all have like, oh, I have a podcast. People be like, oh, wow, you have a podcast. Okay, that's cool. You tell somebody in California, oh, really? Wow, wow, I have this like get fit business you want to come we can do an interview do something like you just have a lot of entrepreneurs creatives to talk to it's a it's a way more i think it's double-sided though so like the difference i think in culture is in california everyone's on that mindset like i'm trying to grow i'm trying to build but it's not as genuine all the time it's like oh i have this whatever like we could work together yeah but like down here i think you could blow faster if you worked with people like over there so many people doing that shit Mm -hmm. so like everyone's doing it you know what i mean yeah here it's like i don't want to work with you bitch I don't yeah. know you. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. Like, at the same token, like, more genuine. Down here. Than yes. Like, then actually just working with someone. That's to what I'm work saying. With someone, at that, least you're getting the genuinity of someone saying, fuck no. That, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But, like, I think if more people were. It's just like, it's not as common here to work with people yeah, and work together. Yeah. yeah. If we could, like, make that balance happen where it's like more people are willing to work together, but it's mm-hmm. not just on some, like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, you, yeah. it, you just, it takes, like, people genuinely seeing, like, their personal time as, I guess, less important because you're kind of taking away from what you think you want to do, like, in your personal time or your free time or whatever, but, like, relatively, you can give a percentage of that up to create other avenues of opportunities, nice. whether that's helping someone with their project or just being a part of someone's project, and whether you're actually a big impact on it or not or even just giving someone advice on their lifestyle and advice on their business or whatever it is if you feel that you have any type of constructive criticism you know what I mean a lot of people will see that as a waste of time because of like the background that they've had like nobody helped me so I'm not why I'm helping you exactly you know a lot I mean? of people like, do that you know and then they're not like in the same space as you they take what you're talking about is you being boastful cocky when you're just saying like yeah i had to go work on my clothing brand tonight i can't do that right. or like i'm trying to set up a podcast interview they take that as boastful and mm-hmm. like they're not in the same space as you like that's another key thing too it's like a big part of collaboration is understanding like this isn't just about what you bring to the table it's also about 
about the sacrifices that you're making to even make it to the table. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like and a lot of people don't understand that in every collaboration, there's sacrifices on both sides because not everything is gonna go one ways or the other type shit. Right. I think uh, something. I mean, I, I I don't know if this is the case for you as much, but I think recently. Like, it almost feels like I'm in a bubble because I feel like I surround myself more with people who are, are more open to, like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll support you. Or, like, people that are wanting to do creative shit themselves. Like, uh, it was like I was telling you earlier, like, AJ and Ryan work at Whiskey Cake now. Most people we work with are, like, on that creative level. Like, AJ's in a band. You know you know Ryan's on his, like, acting shit. Yeah. Like, a lot of people we work with are on that. A lot of, like, friends we have and shit. Like fucking, you're doing your clothing brand. Tyreek's fucking on his business entrepreneurial shit all the time. Like yeah. art shit too. Like we're all out here fucking doing art shit. I think I've been lucky enough to like run into people uh, that are doing more shit like that. Cause the other day I forgot where we were at, but like we were around some people that were just like, like I looked at, I was like, fuck, people like that exist. Holy shit! I was like, I forgot. <laughs> like I forgot for a second. The yeah. world really is like this. Holy fuck. Yeah. It's all about putting yourself in the right rooms. That's really what it's all about. Because it's like, man, I almost forget sometimes that there are a lot of people that are just like negative. A lot of people that just don't care or just like, fuck it. Like, you know, whatever. Like, that's stupid that you're doing that. Yeah. Lucky enough, I don't hang out with a lot of people like that. It's like, oh, I'm stupid for doing what I want. Mm Mm-hmm. Or are you stupid for not doing what you want to do? That's what it is. It's all projection and hate. People just want to tell you what they've been told or how they feel. I hear it every day. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, it's like what Tyler the Creator was talking about, like point of reference. It's like everybody's correct in their in their opinions. Everybody's correct in what they're saying because they only have a point of reference to make that opinion based off of. Whether your point of reference is a racist household or a very uh, accepting household, you only have that point of reference. So your opinion, whether it's right or wrong morally, is right to you no matter what because of what you have based your like selections off of. So it's, it's kind of like, it takes that extra level of giving a fuck to show somebody, hey, this is why you think that way. It is wrong, but you're not wrong for thinking that way. This is just the reasons that you think that way. You actually have to take your... Uh, thought processes away from everything you have to take your ability to what you think about the subject away from everything and just dive into this person's mind and find out why they actually think the way they do not everyone and actually not anywhere near a lot of people are willing to do that <laughs> yes, yeah that's nice. facts on that huh, I wanted to say because I was going to say it earlier are you wearing a shirt right now? Are you wearing oh, one yeah. of your shirts? This is Severe right here. This, this is the first shirt I made. Er- that's the first shirt you made? Yeah. I yeah, fuck with that hood, honestly. Yeah, it well, looks good kill, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's an ambulance. Yeah. I put it really... There's a lot of, it's a lot of you know, stuff on this shirt. It's I got the second logo. Yeah. I got the second logo right here. There's a third logo on there, but nobody's seen it yet. So The third logo? There's three it's logos? It's coming out soon. What was the first logo? Debuted. Uh, the first logo, it's on the back actually. Cause like I, remember, I, I didn't, I don't think I've seen the first logo. The second logo, though, for sure, the uh, snake around the, the yeah. crowd. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? Is before like we connected, I didn't even know, like, about your brand or anything. I just remember Tyreek like retweeting something or something like that, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I clicked it. I was like, "Yeah, it's just kind of dope." I was like, "I fuck with the logo," and I think I followed you after that. 
or like I was like bawling your shit. And then he was like, "Hey, you should check out my boy Fonzo." And the lift, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I already follow this dude. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Connections work like that. Yeah, facts. That's how it should be. Like, that's what if you if like if you're on my team, your voice like your name is gonna be in the room if you're not in the room. Yeah. Like, I, it should be though. That's why I also want to shout out my boy uh, Deuce Nina. He just uh, dropped that album. He had like a song about Severe on there too. Y'all should go check that out. Shout out Deuce. Uh, Deuce yeah, Nina? Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, everything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bet. Yes, sir. Go check, check him out. out it's a whole boy. album or EP? Yeah, it's a, it's a whole album. Hell yeah. yeah. Check that out for our boy. Deuce Definitely Nina. Run that Deuce Nina. Go get all your Severe merch. New shit coming out for the summer, dude. All these collections. You said May, right? Yeah, he didn't say shit. He didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. He said, "He said demon time is coming up." That's what he said. That's what he said. That's all I said. Yeah, summer's gonna be big, dude. I think so too. I was gonna say uh, I had a question too. It's like we're talking about a second ago. Was like even though you're doing streetwear, like how do you feel about like hype beasts? How do you feel about like the resale market? Because you're gonna have to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the fact, is like if you're doing limited drops and shit too. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think you're only gonna do limited drops, or do you think you'll have certain things eventually too, where you might have like more or something, you'll restock more or something? Yeah, like on both sides of that. Like, where do you see yourself with the brand, and how do you feel about like the hype beast and shit you're gonna have to deal with once I, like that becomes a thing? I definitely like the limited drops. I like that. It just adds scarcity, you know, adds value to what you have. Hype beast. As a consumer, I have a big problem with it. Like they, I hate them. Yeah. But as a creator, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. You know, like yeah, buy up all my shirts, so you know people can be on the lookout for them. Like they want them, they can't get it. it creates, you know, something scarce. All right. So if that's rare. the case, though, do you think you might ever? Because I think about this all the time. Because some artists do this. Like you know, they're like, all right, left the hype beast. I'm gonna do like a super secret exclusive drop. I'm gonna make it hard. For people to buy all of it but if you really want this you have to like know my brand like little secret shit like hidden shit like i'm gonna do a drop on a certain day or like on a certain like type of website but you have to like know certain hints of your brand like they've been following you so long they have to like know this shit and if you want to like the password for it, it's going to be like some shit from however long ago from the brand so if you really want to get us some shit on this drop yeah like it's let's say it's like a very limited drop like you got five of them bitches mm-hmm. you have to know Severe in order to get that shit. Yeah. So even hype beasts, they can't just like. I would do that too for sure. I can't just buy this shit up. Like you have, this is for the the day one motherfuckers who knew my shit. They're gonna be able to access it sooner and get like whatever. Yeah. Hype beasts, honestly, they're they're day they're day ones too as well. Like some of them. Some are. of them, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's beneficial in some areas, and it's like it's not. A, it's a crazy market though. Like with sneak, like when you have like sneakers, like the website and shit like that. Like when people like. Shoes drop, bro. I've heard that's like the hardest fucking thing. You're yeah. lucky if you you could be on that bitch hours before you're still not getting that shit. Because there's a lot of bots, so you gotta think like half of these. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like with uh fucking like not just hype beast but resellers, they got bots half the time. Yeah. So it's like fuck. I will say that's the bad thing. Like I don't want all my merch to one person. I want it to be able to be spread around and. Yeah, you also have like the people that um, I don't know if you saw like especially with the sneakers app shit, the fucking kid that had like a driveway full of like sneakers that he fucking had got from the sneakers app and ended up being like a kid that worked or his mom worked for Nike type shit and like had like first dibs on all the shit type shit. It's like how many people like that exist? 
Yeah. Some people are just getting dropped because their parents work at this company that supports this app that does this. And it's just like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and somebody really wants this shit. It's like, yeah. I'm never going to get this shit. Yeah, but as a creator, you don't, you're sold out. It don't yeah. even matter. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're like, ah, I got my soul. I got my money. Yeah. Like, fuck, bro. It's, it's a balance. I always think about that because, like, there's people. Like kids out there who are like, bro, I can't wait. Like this is gonna be my first pair of shoes. I hope I get it, mm-hmm. and then they don't get first it. First pair of shoes, dang. like not first pair of shoes, but like first <laughs> pair of shoes they're gonna spend their money on. Yeah. Sneakers out. I want these. <laughs> like, you, I mean, I feel like most sneakerheads always have that first pair of shoes that they got that they're no, like, this is, you know, like first one I really cared about. They might still have that shit in a shoe box. They don't even wear them anymore, but like. Yeah, that's their first sneaker that they are like. This is what like got me into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like first piece of clothing. You're like, this was the piece of clothing that really had me like trying to dress, like do this or do that. So, yeah. Imagine like some kids like this is gonna be my first pair. Right. Like psych bitch. Yeah. Better luck next year because <laughs> you're not getting this shit anytime soon. That is true though. For me, it was the hyper dunks in middle school. I remember everybody used to go crazy over hyper dunks in middle school. Oh yeah. Should change the game for you. Change the game. I'll take a hyper dunks with elite socks. That combo. That's really what introduced me. I'm like, yeah. I used to be mixed matching, triple socking, double socking, <laughs> quadruple socking. Like Jeez. really, I really used to take it serious. Like because. You know, well, at my middle school we had uniforms, so the only way we could drip was the elite socks. I had most, I had the most elite socks. Can nobody ever see me in the elite sock game? Elite, elite sock game. Dude, mm-hmm. elite socks. Had the breast cancer awareness socks. Had the every sock. Jesus, I remember that though. Elite socks and they fucking big, bro, for like and Sperry's. Like three to five years. Yeah, fact, matter of fact, I got elite socks on right now. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. Elite socks with Sperry's was a fucking move for a bunch of people, dude. Dude, it's like I, you, you, I was like, Jesus, fuck, everybody's got these hoes. Yeah, and you, and you gotta hit the boat at two, but got basketball. <laughs> <laughs> people were hooping. Fairies though, no, I was like, were. that's not even good. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. they were. That shit. I got the job done. And the hyper dunks with the elites though. Yeah, no, junior high. I think junior high, and middle school was all like the time for a lot of people. Like shoes wise, mm-hmm. that's when they were like, this is like the yeah. dawn of my shit. Yeah, because I mean, when you're like a kid, you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm running outside and shit. Shit's mm-hmm. getting dirty. Yeah, your parents probably don't even want to buy you like shoes like that it's like yeah. you're gonna tear them hoes up mm-hmm. an 8 year old with some fucking brand new Nikes mm-hmm. I mean we've got the money but like that's just Nikes on my feet it keeps my cypher complete oh chill out Nikes oh man I'm, no I am looking forward to the drop though uh, whenever it may be you know Gemini season we got some hints <laughs> going we don't know for sure though that's all we know hey yeah, you gotta stay severe though you gotta keep being severe. Always. It's a choice. If, if looks could kill. If looks could kill, you know. If looks they'd be severe. Kill, they would be severe looks. Exactly. That'd be a severe ass look. Exactly. But yes. Hell yeah, dude. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you telling us about yourself, about your history, your brand, your future. It's been a beautiful process, dude. Thank you so much for collaborating with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for watching. Check out Severe, not just the website, not just the clothing brand, but the lifestyle. Coming your way in a town near you. (laughs) (laughs) Coming over globally. Whether you're in England or Kansas. (laughs) Globally, for sure. (laughs) What was prestige worldwide? Wide, wide. All right.
Thank Thanks. you. Uh, we'll catch y'all next week. Appreciate you for checking us out. Like, Big shout out, Alfonso. Oh, yeah. Y'all take care. Deuces. Peace.